welcome to everybody welcome to another episode of the mid 20s podcast <laughs> episode <laughs> seven. seven episode seven we've come a long way from episode one who knows if it's got any better it's probably went downhill even more yeah but um i think no no so we got loyal listeners out there yeah do you think so oh yeah Hello, loyal listeners. If you're the tenth caller, welcome to Charlie's <laughs> radio station. Yeah. Hi, you're the tenth caller, and you just want a suburban Hussein. What? I don't know. Yeah, but you know who does those? U105 does those crazy. U105. They do those things like you have to be the eleventh caller or whatever. But like when you're ringing in, yeah, it's so frustrating because it just goes dead, and you're like, uh, you have to keep ringing. Another oh, really? can, I, can I just actually bring this up? Another farce is um the fucking uh cash call. What's that? Tasha, come on. What's cash call? The cash call. Cash call? No, what's that? Right, okay. Maybe it's Wait, my, what, what what radio station is this on? Cool FM. Maybe it's my oh, accent. Definitely not. The cash call. Yeah, cash call. Okay, I said cash, but whatever. The cash call. Um you You may close that window. <laughs> Disclaim over your table and close that window. Okay, hold on. I'm give, this is a big disclaimer. There's a lot of stuff going on in my... Fiona's decided to have an absolute party. In my a street. Jo- joinery party. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in my street and in my house today. So please bear with us if there's background noise. Um, yeah, I'll go close it. I'll go close it. Oh my God, this is so dangerous. It's not. Ah. Hi, Jean. Who's Jean? Who's Jean? No, I was like, <laughs> I mean, hygiene because I stood on the table. <laughs> my name's not Jean. <laughs> I don't want to put all my weight on this. Oak wise up, you know, the things made of oak. Uh, oak furniture, man. <laughs> 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 no, uh, this is such a crap start to the podcast. Yes, what was I saying? The cash call. Yeah. Cash call. I just don't know how you don't know, but basically, what is it? I don't listen to Cool FM. You text in um, the word cash every day. They give away like maybe they give away money, but it's big amount. It could be like thirty two thousand pound. What? But yeah, and people in England and everything play it because the cash amount's so big. And like I've known people that they've sent maybe fifty texts, and it's two pound plus your standard network rate. Whoa! To actually enter in it, and then do you know where they get you? If you've entered in it before, yeah, they automatically send you a message telling you how much the amount is for that day, and it's like reply to this message oh to my enter. God. So like it's just so easy to, to enter. I have I've got hooked in so many times. No, yeah. Oh my god, so much. But <sighs> Fiona, um, somebody in my mommy's work won it. Much. Um, like 32 grand or something. What? It went up to like 50 and everything because it's it's getting so many oh, people. Oh, is it because like the, the, the people who text in that two quid goes into, into the it? pot? Right. Do you know what I mean? Right, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. So like they're not pulling the money out of thin air, but at the same time... I don't, I, no, I'm not, I don't, Cool FM wouldn't be for me. Like, it's probably, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm like a radio ulster sort of, sort of gal. Yeah. I, like, I gauge that. Yeah. But it's a good, that's a good radio station too. Oh, Radio Wall Street, amazing. I know. I, 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 I wouldn't put down any radio station. Like, um, I volunteered for uh, Belfast 89 FM for a bit, like before Canada. I just wanted, I wasn't doing anything. I had loads of free time and they accept volunteers, like nobody's business. Oh, really? Yeah. So I messaged them and then they were like, yeah, come down. And then I sat in on a couple of um, programs. Wow. And like 
the I guy. would love to do that. If you, if you go to uni, I'll volunteer at the radio station. How about that? I can give you contact for it. Yes. You give me his business card. Let's do it, bro. I'll get a steely yeah. audio, uh, audio, thing audio that, interface off them. The thing that put me off was he was, he was like, right, go... It was like live radio, and he's like, "Right, so you're gonna slide that button up," and he was letting me do it. But oh, I was right. like, "I'm gonna mess this up." Oh yeah, and he, he freaked me out too much. But he was like, "Yeah, like you've got good promise and everything." And it wasn't one of them volunteer things, you know, where it's like, "Go get us coffee." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a runner volunteer. It was like, "Right, he, yeah, like we actually need some help around the place." And then he knew I liked film and stuff, so something came up about like they were interviewing. They were talking about movies for that week coming out in cinema, and it was just when Dunkirk was released. I- I remember this because we seen Dunkirk together. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I was I, and then he asked me, and I actually was on her, like giving my whole opinion on Dunkirk. So it was wow. a, it was a really great volunteer experience. So like that's I, really cool. Actually. And you know, a lot of people don't know what who Belfast eighty nine FM are. So I don't. don't really, I wouldn't. I put think down. I said the other week, like I don't own a radio, and I actually don't own a radio. I, but I, do you know what? I've started to get into radio now that we started doing the podcast. I'm like, do you know what? Radio is actually sick. It is so good. Like I love like um. Did you ever listen to, like, Perforated Ulster? No. Oh, I've heard um, of them. It's like, you know, the Hole in the Wall gang? The Give My Head Peace people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they done, like... I, I went to one of the recordings of Perforated Ulster, and it's on Radio Ulster. <laughs> and um, you could, like... They basically do, like, sketch shows, and sometimes they do, like, we yeah, it's hosted by, like, Dan, Uncle Andy. Yeah. And then that was actually really, really sick, and then, obviously, they've got, like... I'm really into Fiona's really into like like Shane Todd and like Colin Geddes and stuff like that and I really like them too I was actually watching Colin Geddes today but I really like um, do, do you know like the blame game yeah yeah it's like, funny yeah like it's I, funny. I, I love the blame game but that's like, just I pure call, Belfast humour isn't it, it like, is a book. I think Colin Murray's hilarious man I think if anybody else was to watch it they yeah, wouldn't because get it the whole premise of the blame game is they get like there's like three main comedians on it and then there's Da, who like is the host and he's no one more ride around like well he's not no one more ride he's no one more ride around like Northern Ireland mm. and then they get like an English person on who has no idea about anything and they just joke about politics so half the time the English comedian's just sitting there and maybe says about two words all the way throughout it yeah they're just because they really don't understand odd. what's going on yeah it's, it's like weird. have you seen that um, video of Graham Norton when the two um, oh Olymp- I, yeah, well, yeah it's like the two Olympian roars yeah from, they're from Kerry and they're, no they're from court they're from Skibreen oh yes that though could yeah, yeah and they're sitting there and the, literally the whole sofa are just baffled by Literally, what they're saying because like James McAvoy's there and he's like Scottish so he's like I feel like he's like relatively getting it and Graham Norton's like yeah yeah huh, of course and everybody else is like well Graham Norton gets it like fuck. Graham Norton but they are like yeah but I've, I've been in Skibreen and oh. they do talk like that I remember getting yeah. into the Super Value and um this was my first experience of ever coming across Coronation Chicken do you know what that is yeah I had no clue what that was what? and I, I know I said that's I had no clue what that was, and I was at the de- <laughs> You're so uncultured. I was at the you de- had to go to fucking Skibreen to this chicken. Well, I was like at the deli counter, and I was like, you know, what is that? And she was like, I said, Coronation Chicken Burger. And I was like, um, what? What? And I was like, is it chicken curry? And she was like, it's a Coronation Chicken Burger. No, no, it's a Coronation Chicken Burger. Some like, proper old woman. Yeah. And she was just like, over the counter trying to explain this to me and it got to the point where I had no clue what it was but I gave in and I was like yeah I'll just have that uh, like, no it's not like chicken like it's like chicken I was taken aback you know no no like 
So I when I seen them on the sofa on Graham Norton, I was like, been there. there. Here we go again. What? Then the images coming out their mouth. Rap. Why? I know. I don't get it. But the blame game is good. The blame game is amazing. It's such a good show. Because they have, they do it on podcasts. Like, they like, because I don't, for some reason, they don't put it on BBC iPlayer, which I think is complete sectarianism. I think so I'm not too. sure for which side it just is sectarianism, right? <laughs> it's um, unidentifiable yeah, sectarianism. It is. Unidentifiable sectarianism. Yeah. And um but they do like they take the audio of the shows and then they put it on the podcast and you should listen to it's class. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good. Very good. I've been listening to it. Are so are so many good comedians and podcasts in Belfast. So many because your fellow Colin, Mur- Colin Murphy he does his own podcast now since lockdown started. Well, hasn't everyone? Well, I don't know, funny. It's like you know like... they rang the podcast bell and everybody went running. Don't. But sure, do you know what? If you're creating something and you like it, fair play. Who who are we to judge? You know. Well, no, we 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 are the judged. Well, we did this before lockdown, so. That's true, we did actually. Yeah, this was done like... We this came, was done like a week before lockdown. No, we came up with it in like... <laughs> um, no, it was like January we came up with it. Yeah, before Milan like. Yeah. And then Milan we kind of planned it. Yeah. Also, just a quick plug, there's going to be another Milan video coming out um, sometime this week. Just a short kind of vlog of me and Natasha climbing on top of the Milan Cathedral. Oh. The literal roof of the <laughs> cathedral. Oh, um, no, no. It was a gorgeous sunset. Oh, it was beautiful. It's 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 actually really good. Fiona takes an absolute wobbler in the video. I do. <laughs> and there's a clip of me, and I'm so close to throwing every piece of camera equipment I have. <laughs> Fiona's like standing the on the edge. We just stand on the edge with like, like the Fuji camera in her hand, and you can just see it's just contemplating. It's like I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love it. It I'm was either I was it. gonna throw the camera off the roof, or I was gonna jump I off know. the roof. I decided to go over, and I was like, just just like, calm down. Just try it. Do you know what though? See when you spend like twenty five ninety nine on Instax oh, film, and about and two then, of them come out, and about two of them actually come out, and the rest and one of them was, come out as black blobs. Yeah. Oh, you have a right to be angry. Do you know and, what I mean? And, like pure like broad daylight too. Camera setting completely right, hundred percent. Can I say as well? The camera settings on those things are for monkeys. Oh, they it's are. Like, no, it's like hush. It's like a house, a silhouette of a house, you twist it to that, and then it's like a sun, and then it's like a sun with more like lines coming off it. Does that mean brighter sun? Who knows? It's, like, it's just like, and then they're like, oh, are you in the clouds? Are you inside? Are you outside? outside? Or like, uh, or are you on top of a mountain? And you're like, frig me, that's a bit of a reach. I know, yeah. <laughs> so what are we going to do? Just, like, in a rainy day, what do you put it on? The settings are so drastic. What does that mean? I know. What does top of the mountain like mean? I was about to take Fuji film to court. Oh, no, Fiona. I was filing a lawsuit against them. She was looking, oh, you were. She like, had the letter and all wrote. False advertising. <laughs> false no, I love I love a good letter. I do love writing a good letter to a company, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, like, there's something in my eye, that's why I'm like freaking oh, out over here. I thought you were just in despair at no, that night film. No, like contact. You were in contact today? Yeah. No, I'm just not wearing glasses. Oh, I never no, really I noticed. <laughs> what? That, that's a good thing, though. That means I can get away. You've caught the glasses or no glasses. I thought the glasses were like a fashion statement. Shut up. Some what? I did. You didn't, mate. You've. I've worn glasses since you've known me. I know, but I don't think like you depended on them. Yeah. Oh. Like I need them. Like I literally cannot see. Are you wearing contacts now, though? Yeah. Gosh, you can't tell. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh. Someone else in work asked me that question. They were like, because I, I usually when I go to work, I just work my contacts because it's easier because I don't, you know, beer hands, you don't touch your glasses and stuff. Yeah. And um, 
I put them on for the first time, and my glasses, like, I don't know, to me, they're just, like, normal glasses. Like, mm. in England, they're normal. In art school, they look normal. Yeah. But then over here, people are like, wow, they're weird glasses. Mm. And I was like, shut the F up. And then someone in work, one of my managers was like, oh, well, like, are you just wearing them? Because, like, fashion. And I was like, why? In the name of Jesus, would you stick a pair of glasses on their face for fashion? Glasses? I don't understand it. It's yeah. like people used to do that nerd glasses nonsense. But they used to poke out the lenses. Shocking behaviour. Do you remember them Kanye West glasses? Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> the shutter shades, they... Is that what they're called? Brutal. They're like, la- they're plastic glasses. Yeah, shutter shades. That's he what they're called. Them. He made them cool. Brutal. They're just called Kanye West Soldier Boy glasses? used to just like like um Tipex his glasses and write Soldier Boy like on his glasses and he'd be like, How can you see anything? Like you're making yourself blind. Soldier Boy was such a one hit wonder. I said that in an accent. <laughs> one, one hit, hit wonder. wonder. <laughs> one hit wonder. <laughs> Madness man. <laughs> well we introduce a song. Do you wanna introduce a song? Yeah, actually talking about the um Blame game in Northern Irish comedians. I'm gonna play the. It's called uh, the Saw Doctor. She says. You'll get a little credit in this episode. Pick up James. <laughs> oh my god! Did you see the? Um, speaking of Colin Geddes, did you see the? Uh, we really shouldn't be plugging other people's podcasts or fucking whatever, but it was so funny. I have to. Uh, I know exactly what you're about to say. Is it the? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Tom Hanks' <laughs> son, Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks doing the Jamaican voice. Why is he doing that? I I think I don't think he knows. That he's actually doing it. I don't think that he knows it's associated with the culture. I think that he thinks it's just the way cool people talk. No way. There's no... Po- you, you, your dad can't be Tom Hanks. He's been arrested. He is cool. Is one of the coolest people on the planet. And he's running around talking like a Jamaican. He's like, big up my dumber. Yeah. I don't even know how in, Co- can, in like- Colin's podcast, he showed the clip and he was like, uh, what's up, man? It's your boy, Chet, Chet Hanks. Hanks. And, then you're like, <laughs> and then he's like, man, them's father's over there. And, and you're like, 
Shush! Yeah, I know. What are you doing that for? Like, he says you're on the Golden Globes carpet, and he's and you're like, please, stop that. I know, it's so funny, though. But, like, but that's, like, and even the way, like, he's, like, flailing his arms and all, it's, like, that was cool in, like, 2004. Yeah. Maybe. You know, whenever you were, like, Nelly with the plaster on maybe your two thousand, Maybe 2002. Yeah, like, we're going back here. We're hitting the back, yeah. what, 18-odd years? Yeah. Why is he still doing that? I don't know. But, like, I just love the fact that Colin highlighted it. And, you know, how has it gone unnoticed for so long? It's, no, because I always, like... <laughs> I always thought it was really weird that, like, that his son was so weird. Because I always thought he just had one son. Colin Hanks. The actor that's actually yeah, a decent yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's all... The funniest thing is, like... Um, Tom Hanks is the absolute like reason as to why you really really should think about naming your kids because he was like if you call your kid Colin you will get a Colin and if you call your kid Chet you're you gonna, gonna get, get a Chet yeah like yeah. yo dude Chet's over here and yeah. then Colin's just like <laughs> he's just like looking after his kids Colin's like life's but a walking shadow <laughs> God, he literally is. <laughs> oh. Do you know what I mean? But, but Chet, it, Chet is like an actual rapper. I don't want to say it. That no, he shouldn't be. No, he really should. But that brings me on to something I actually wanted to talk about. Why is it that like celebrities, certain celebrities, can't get away with cultural appro- appropriation? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, just, like in what sense? Like, just celebrities can get away with it. Do you think it's because they have money? Uh, yeah, for sure. But also, I, I sort of get what you mean, because if you ever look at, like, um, model, like, photo shoots and sometimes like that, like, they really, really appropriate culture. In, oh, they play mo- on their yeah. ethnicity. Yeah. In, in model shoots, which is really, like, like runway walks. Yeah. Like, because you would have, like, brands, like, high fashion brands would come out with, like, um, African-inspired wear, yeah. but really they're getting, like, you know these white size two six foot seven models and you're yeah. sort of like what's going on here i know but did you see as well that gucci speaking of cultural appropriation did you see that gucci released um oh jesus Fiona. a pair of that G- is cultural appropriation a pair of gaa shorts gucci gaa shorts gas shorts like yeah. no, let me say gas shorts are about 13 quid Maybe less. The, the, no, I think they're... I looked it up. They're 13 quid without the county logo. That's what it's going to be, And if yeah. you want the lo- the county logo on them, they're 17 quid. Yeah. And these are they're selling these Gucci imitation GAA shorts for 550 euro. Like, all because of normal people and your man... Colin. What's his name? Colin. Oh, Paul, Paul, Paul Meskel, I think is his actual name. Paul Meskel, the actor, everyone's lost their minds. He's literally, like, the, like Gucci have literally created a 500 euro Parameo shorts. I know. I'm not, I'm not, like, I was kind of a fan of him, but then an incident happened between, well, it, an incident didn't really happen, but my cousin kind of reached out to him being like, oh, fair play for your success in normal people and they kind of know each other from way back and he just blatantly ignored her like read it left her on scene and read it so that's kind of like do you know what you're a bit of a prick oh no but I know people that have literally tried to um, I have a mate who literally like private messaged him and was like yo well, what about me and you going out sometime but do they know each other nope yeah no but he's not going to reply to that I know but like but like she kind of knew him like did drama with him and he still ignored her I bet you he's got so many messages though 
Excuses, excuses. I mean, to be fair, you're on lockdown, boy. Yeah, like what Do else? You know what I mean, all you see is everybody running around London in bloody gas shorts. But you know what? The thing was, the day or whatever. To be fair, here, there's no pockets in them gas shorts. Yeah, he can't get his phone anywhere. Yeah, true, it's true. But it's probably why the day she messaged him, he was like, he took a picture and like, and he was lying on the sofa and up- no way, uploaded it to his story. Cheeky, boss. and I was, I was just kind of like, you know, all you have to do is double tap the message. It's I know, not that I hard. know that's true. It's not that's that hard. true. You don't even have to type anything. I know, even a wee heart, a wee. Yeah, that's but all. That's cultural appropriation. I believe so. GAA shorts by Gucci. Honestly, here, come, come off here. it. There's literally an O'Neill's across the road. But after, got, after this podcast, we're going to go to O'Neill's. I know. Is, is it open? Do you know what? Maybe Gucci will sponsor um, redoing our Antrim Stadium grounds of Casement Park. Yes. I'm calling Gucci, out Gucci. get on it. Yeah, if you're going to steal our idea. The GAA shirts, you make a Casement ready. I won my All-Ireland final in there. I miss mm. it. We haven't had matches in Casement in years because they shut, shut down the stadium because of funding and they said they were going to build this new stadium and, and they never And it was going to be like, what, 80 million? Yeah. Like, I, I think it was like 80 million or 120 million and they haven't even done it. And But not even that. Like, even going to a match is good because not like not only is it like a Gaelic pitch, you could have like rugby matches there, oh, they football have matches, there? like concerts. You could literally yeah. deck the floor and have concerts in it. I know. Like, it's I, such a I, good ground. I don't know why they ever. It's a great ground, like genuinely it. great ground. So Gucci, do you know what it is? If you love the yeah. gas so much, get off your ass and sponsor us get for a new, a new stadium. What a great idea, Fiona. I know. Well done. Do you want to introduce your song after uh, that? Yeah, do you know what? We will. Actually, I'm going to introduce your song. This is... I've been on a major 70s binge this Ew. whole week. So the song I'm going to play is White Room by Cream.
talk to you about Eric Clapton. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know... Um, I love Eric. Do you know the way you went to uni in Surrey? Yes. Do you know how many famous musicians oh, yeah. came out of Surrey in the 70s? Yeah, loads. I mean, the Beatles lived all... Like, from where I lived in uni, like, John Lennon lived, like... 17 minutes by car away from me. Well, lived or were born there. Like, yeah. Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant and yeah. and Jimmy Page were born it's in and around there. Yeah, like, I mean, like, all, all the Beatles live within, like, five minutes, as it says, of each of each other as well. Yeah. Eric Clapton lived in Surrey. Um, they, all, they all lived in, like, on the way to Woking, which is, like, um... Which is literally, it was literally, like, down the road, like, behind the road. But all they lived all down the country roads. Mm. So... But it was class, because you'd see some of the houses. Ringo Starr still lived there, which was really cool. They're all from Surrey. So I was thinking, yeah. is that why your University of the Creative Arts was in... Farnham? Is that, yeah? Because basically all the music that came out of the 70s was unreal. Like this, That's true. This whole week, I've been on such a 70s binge. Like, in a past life, I must have been from the 1970s. Oh, no, I, I yeah, I agree. I think I was too, man. Maybe that's just why we're so close. Yeah, no, he was the bassist. Oh, okay, there we Sorry. go. Sorry. <laughs> um, he's an Eagles of Death Metal. Yeah. Yeah, which is such a sick band. But um, this whole week, he- right, I'm going to actually, I'm going to just be honest. I'm putting my hands off for the podcast. I'm just going to be honest, right? Oh, no. This week uh-huh. has been probably the best week because it's the first time uh-huh. I've ever listened to Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. Oh my... Oh my God, Fiona, that's fucking disgusting behaviour. But isn't it kind of beautiful? Because I was a wee bit of a Led Zeppelin virgin before this. And then... Okay, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, whoa, there's so many emotions running through me right now. But like, imagine being able to hear that song for the first time again without hearing it. Yeah, but also... That's what I went through. Right now, being able to like, and being older, and being able to have an appreciation for it, mm. that is unbelievable. I, I, like, yeah, it's one of, like, I, yeah, wow. So in my mind, I was like, it's kind of a bad thing, but isn't it kind of a great thing that this week is the first time I've listened to that song? Because like, <sighs> isn't it such... A privilege to be able to hear that for the first time. That's so good. Whereas loads of people like, have heard it years ago, you know. Like I, yeah, I, I feel like like I would love to go back and watch Goodfellas again for the very for first, first time. time. Yeah, and I would imagine Stairway to Heaven is one hundred percent up there. It's the ten minutes. Well, it, the yeah. it was the version of them at Madison Square Garden oh, in nineteen seventy three. Yeah, was oh. the first experience of me listening the full ten minutes. Oh my god! And um. <laughs> It went, I went as far as to like um, actually learn. Like letters, let's go. Does anybody remember laughter? Does anybody remember laughter? <laughs> <laughs> learn on guitar. So oh. it actually made me get the guitar wow. out again. And I've been like. And then the first is like, it's like, what is it, like seven, five, 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 seven, doom. Yeah. yeah oh. So I've been learning it on guitar as well. And then oh, it's just been so great. Good. That's it's just so great. sick, bro. And like his Robert Plant's his hair. Voice. <laughs> <laughs> his hair as well is very very. You're like his voice. I'm like his goddamn hair. hair. Is is oh I have I have a I have a I'm not gonna play my next song. Have you ever heard of band called Greta Van Fleet? No. They're basically these kids. They're all brothers, like, and they're. But you can tell that they have been ridiculously inspired by Led Zeppelin. Like, the guy sounds almost identical to him. Almost. And Robert Plant has such a voice. Like, a oh, unique... He does. Like, Led Zeppelin is unique as a whole. Like, they're 
freaky dudes, but they're like ridiculously talented. Like it's like, oh, you think the band Queen is talented? <laughs> Watch Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, you know yeah. what I mean? Like those boys are. songs right oh, but do you know do you know where they debuted it where Starway to Heaven the no, song for no. the first time they played it ever live but Madison Square Garden no <laughs> nowhere the Ulster Hall no way so our Belfast was the first place they ever played it that's sick bro and when they played it apparently the crowd was just like not feeling it they were like what is this they like what? I feel like no I would have had a, a holistic experience well I have this. Can I read out this thing I have yeah. about it? My dad. My dad is a, like my dad's favorite band is Led Zeppelin. Like, well, I don't, not many people actually know. Well, everybody knows the name Led Zeppelin, but not a lot of people listen to Led Zeppelin, which is really important. So this was the article. It was like it. So they played it in 1973 in the Ulster Hall, right? Mm-hmm. And the title of the newspaper article was "Ireland Unites Under Zeppelin." And it says, a new kind of riot hit Ireland last weekend, a riot of fun, laughter and excitement when Led Zeppelin paid their first visit to the Troubled Isle. The Britons who bought who brought guitars instead of guns were given an ecstatic welcome. Cheering fans in Belfast and Dublin knew no barriers when it came to appreciating the return of the world's greatest rock band. Zeppelin have been off duty for several months, but they tore into their new round of appearances with electrifying exuberance. And then it says... Violence and explosions raged only half a mile away from their concert in Belfast on Friday night, but the young people of the town, unconcerned with... This is a really blurry article, by the way. It's hard to read. It says, unconcerned with something conflicts, use their energy to celebrate the worthwhile cause of peace, love, and music. So there was a riot happening, like, three streets over, Mm. and Led Zeppelin debuted Stairway to Heaven. 
in front of a crowd of Belfast people. Isn't that mad? That's like, that's like, uh, so when I like got into it, I did my research, you know, I was like, I'm so like, because as you said, not a lot of people do like really listen to Led Zeppelin and I like, it's my dad's favorite band. So I like grew up listening to Led Zeppelin, Mm. like from album one to album 10, like my dad used to only wear Led Zeppelin t-shirts. Like and then he grew up. <laughs> now, like, he, now he just wears them underneath his shirt. Yeah, yeah, pretty work. much. And like my dad's like seen Jim Cage like just on his own, like obsessed. Stop. And it's so cool that you and I are like finally appreciate vibe. I don't know why I was under the impression that they were a death metal rock group. What? Yeah, death metal. Yeah. Do you know what death metal sounds yeah. like? Like screaming. Like. <laughs> Yeah, like that's what I thought it was. So then when I actually started listening, I was like, I can't oh, imagine here. thinking that Led Zeppelin was death metal and then they open up being like, all I love. Yeah. <laughs> but this week I've been You must real- have been like shook. Yeah, so shook. This week I've been getting into so much psychedelic rock. And Cream is great too. Cream. Oh, you're so late to the show, but I'm Rush. glad you finally. Oh, Rush. Oh. I've showed up. I'm glad you say. showed up. I'm glad you're also at the train station with me yeah. ready to go on this journey yeah so welcome aboard that's what bro. I've been doing this week super cool I'm really proud of you man that's sick I know and I'm even dressed in 70s look at this mm-hmm. little 70s t-shirt look at that little stripe stripe t-shirt stripe so I mean that do you know what annoys me as well do you know when you say to people oh like oh I wish I had been born in the 70s or whatever mm-hmm. and they come back with oh no, not here you don't because uh, you know yeah. the troubles and I'm like ah no okay like if I say I want to be born in the 70s I want to be born in the 70s no, riots included no, what, what I want to I want to be born in the early 60s so you're a teenager for the 70s yeah. no so like kid in the 60s teenager 70s uh, adult 80s Oh, like it's just the old, perfect old, life, isn't older, it? Older, like like in your thirties and the nineties, because I feel like that was still acceptable. And mm. then now the two thousands, I'm like over that shit. Like I've I've lived it all. I'm good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but that's what I've been doing. I watched Almost Famous. Oh. Again, brilliant <laughs> film by Cameron oh, Crowe. Bro, dude, rewatched you had that. A great week. So it's been it's been all go. Oh, almost famous, so good. I know. Just whenever he fucking falls off the roof or into the pool or jumps I am off. a golden god. <laughs> so sick. Oh, that was brilliant. But yeah, have you oh watched anything? No, I'm, I actually mainly no. I've just been watching um, a lot of stand up from like the Blame Game and stuff like that. Like those sort of guys. I just sort of been watching. I think it's. For, I just think it's hilarious. I think it's really fun. Like political comedy is, is, is to me, is the highest <laughs> intellectual form that you can achieve. Yeah, it's weird though. Cause see, when you watch political comedy yeah. or Belfast comedy, yeah. and then you go and watch a stand-up show from an American comedian, oh yeah, their jokes are just they're jokes. Yeah, they're not as dark and they're not as um gritty, and you're just kind of like, it's not that funny. Like there's no like it's almost like they can't defend people, and I'm like, you should offend everybody, yeah. but also, but be funny. Yeah, like it's not funny. Yeah, if you don't. Hurt people like, but like it's like making fun. I don't know. It's just it's hilarious to me, man. Yeah. So you've been getting big into comedy, and I've been getting into nineteen seventies. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually gone as far to. I was on. I'm 
back eBay and right, right, and I've been placing bids left, right, and center on vinyls. So oh. I have a bid in for an original Cream album. Oh my god, double vinyl. Oh my god, I know. Bro. I have a bid in. I'm I like. I, I'm, so, I'm so surprised that you like got into like the psychedelic sort of stage with Cream as well, because like not many people really know Cream. Oh, so have, you, have you listened to ELO yet? No, they're sick. Electric Light Orchestra. Oh no, I haven't Bro. heard them. They'll bring you somewhere else. Like, but I've been. You want to Elon Musk that shit to Mars? Listen to them. Okay, you'll have the same experience. Um, so yeah, I've been eBaying, got my re- bids in on my records, and then I've been depopping. Oh, I'm depop popping away. I just sold on Depop there two days ago. Did you sell? Sell my. I'm, I'm actually. Uh, do you know what? Now that I put it in the post, I'm actually raging. I sold my um, Man United um, 100th year anniversary shirt how much did you sell for I only sold it for like 27 quid but I sold it to some bastard down in County Clare right Right. I put the post on as 3 quid right that's grand because it usually is yeah. like around the UK sold it to somebody down in County Clare guess how much the post was much £8 well how big was your package I, I, like a folded up t- football jersey in a box or was it in a in no a in a shitty like bit plastic. of plastic 8 quid that's wild shocking but I this but this, but this commemorative this this commemorative jersey. Oh yeah, and Depop take two fifty off. Yeah, anyway. and PayPal take money off you too. Shocking behaviour. Honestly, it's horrible. So PayPal take twenty ten percent or twenty percent. Yeah. PayPal take their cut, and then you have to pay postage and packaging. Yeah. So you really, it's hard to make money on it. Honestly, I made about six quid. And, and I'm so raging because the commemorative jersey is is reversible. Oh, right. So it's a white jersey with like gold, like around like the Man United logo and the vote. It's because the old Vodafone one as well. Yeah. And then you flip it around. It's a gold jersey with like black detail. You could have sold that for like forty and, quid. And it has like the like commemorative hundred year thing on it. And I'm absolutely raging. I'm so raging to shot that it didn't sell for more. Yeah, and I'm hundred and I'm I'm near sure it has David Beckham on the back of it, Aww. which is like ludicrous. But I put it up so long ago. Did it just you have to refresh really... everything like every day. Like, look at mine. Well, yours is actually pretty cool. Mine's is I. I just sell loads of those dodgy pop vinyls things on. Not dodgy. Oh, I don't pop, know why I said dodgy. Those little figures. Yeah, like loads yeah. of people just buy them for me like yonks ago, and then like they were just like booting about my house. And I was like, you may get them online. Yeah, oh, but but they're post them. It's about ninety p. Post a bloody football jersey down County Clare. County Clare. I'm just raging to be honest with you. Cheaper to fucking drive the car and get oh, it to him. I tell you, mate, I was honestly ready <laughs> for the train. Ready for the train. Bringing him up. Uh, Here, James, you may pick this up and train train station now, right? <laughs> bastard. Um, let's introduce another song. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe sticking with the 70s vibe. Yeah. I think I am going to play... God, it's so tough. I know. I, I'm actually. I need to look for. Uh, we'll stick with the '70s vibe then, because I need to. F- Do you think? Yeah, I need to find. Honestly, okay. That's we'll play. We'll play uh, "Psycho Killer" by Talking Hands.
and fight just the last couple of seconds of it because he was kind of all talk McGregor's all talk in the press conference and then when it comes to um yeah when it comes down to it Khabib actually actually beats him when was this? this was a Wait, is this the fight that lasted like eight seconds? No, this is the fight that went the full way and McGregor McGregor taps out what do you say? Does he? He taps. He taps. He has to tap. Jesus. What do you see? All that talk in the press but conference. But that's just. That's just. Oh, he is. He's tapping. Oh! But what do you see? It happens. Like there's like murder at the end of him. Well, Khabib goes to hit McGregor's wrestling coach or whatever yeah. or coach. And he jumps the octagon. Oh, I yeah, I think I've seen this. Yeah, yeah. I've seen this ages ago, yeah. Fair play. I'm sure Dana White was just like, I don't know how to handle this. But while that one's going on, there's another fight happening in the corner that nobody, no, literally nobody notices. Everybody in that arena got their money's worth. That is absolutely amazing. Actually mental. Well, this is this is not something we're gonna like, nothing we're gonna condone, it's not something we want to promote. No, you're right, it's horrible. I condone it, I promote it. No, I condone it. Have you like Conor McGregor turned into such an asshole? Do you see that video? Where he went into some Irish pub literally in the middle of who knows where Monaghan or something like that, and he had his he was like doing a tour like promoting his whiskey, and um, 
he went in and there's some old fella just sitting at the bar mm. and he just couldn't be annoyed like he just sort of he's not he's not paying attention I don't think he really you know he's just whatever yeah and McGregor goes and hands him a whiskey and he's like no 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 and he like he's like take it he's like take take it take it take it and your fellow's like no he's not a whiskey drinker leave him alone son yeah you know what I mean and he's like no no I don't want that and McGregor just turns around and punches him in the face this fella's about 75 he gets arrested all the time for that stuff like that and then he's just let right back out because no, he has money but I know but like come on mate I know. He can't be going around just like swinging digs at 75 year olds. But that fight in particular, like I liked it because number one, it wasn't like a fake feud. They actually did hate each other. Yeah. And number two, everybody that paid extortionate amount of money for those tickets to watch that fight, that bit at the end where they yeah. jumped the octagon and started That's fighting class. in the crowd. I mean, you've got your money's worth. Do it's you know almost I mean? like one of those things. It's like, oh, um, I went to a boxing match, but they started playing ice hockey instead. Like what? The, there's like this the saying. It's like. I went, I went. I went to. No, I went to a boxing match. Is it not? I went to ice hockey and I've seen a boxing match instead because ice hockey they be no the crap out of each other. I think the other way around. Oh, is it? Because like I went to a boxing match but just started playing ice hockey instead because they beat up each other so much. Oh, do you get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know the actual word saying. It probably sounds cooler if you know the actual word saying, but I I don't. My boy's wicked smart. But yeah. I'm, no. that made me really happy watching that because I felt so good for the audience I was like they are getting their money's worth like, yeah. you know he was just trying to like poke the burr literally and speaking of burr Khabib actually so when there was the build up to that fight Khabib actually released a picture or someone released a picture of Khabib fighting a baby burr when he was like four <laughs> I'm not even joking you he's, he's Russian or something so like to train him as a kid they used to make him like fight cub burrs I mean, that's really horrible, I but know. he sounds like the, like, spawn of Putin. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, he's the next Russian soldier. KG, but yeah, I just KGB. wanted to show you that. I thought it was an interesting thing that I kind of watched. But what, what, what's, what's your opinion on McGregor? I, I, at the start, I thought he was kind of a cool dude, but, you know, like most people, I think it's kind of went to his head a bit. Oh, 100%. I think he's turned into a horrible asshole. A horrible individual. Like, he's just, he's just, I don't know. Like, whenever I've seen that clip of him punching that fell in the head, I just... Yeah. Like, I just was like, why did you do that? Like, yeah. just leave him alone. But it wasn't even like, it was like at a nightclub. Mm. It was at a bloody Irish pub in the middle of the day. Your mum was sitting there reading his daily papers and he just decked him in the face. Yeah. But what are you doing that for? Because he thinks he is someone he can get away with. It. It's a tree, yeah. I mean, did he you is see? someone, but he's a lot like, he's, he's not like... You know, like a TV personality. Like, just because you're a fighter doesn't mean you can go around beating the shit out of everybody. Mm. Like, who else is it? You don't see Carl Frampton running around Tigers Bay. No, Carl Frampton know. actually walks into pubs and buys people pints. Exactly. Because I was there when he did it. Yeah, like, you know He's what I mean? such a nice person. And then you've got, what do you call the other fellow, Barry, the other boxer? Barrigan? Yeah. He, have you ever seen him running around Castle Street? Just... Living in Castle Street in Madrid. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, but I, that I just wanted to show you. I thought it was an interesting, an interesting thing. It's a thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, like go and if you're interested, go and Google Carl McGregor punching an old man. You'll see it. It's horrible. Awful. Yeah. Awful behavior. I'm gonna um, introduce my next song. Okay. Yeah. Go um, for it. We're going to stick with the 70s theme on this one. I'm going to do Tequila Sunrise by the Eagles. I nearly said the Beatles. <laughs> by the Eagles. So good.
try The days go by Every night when the sun goes down Just another lonely boy in town She's out running round She wasn't just another You know, we were all doing the Zoom call meetings and whatever. Yeah. But that's how people communicate these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of doing like pub quiz ones or whatever, you know, like boring sort of usual ones. Yeah. My my mate decided to do a murder mystery themed Zoom call. How did that play out? So, what, 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 in what sense? What do you mean? Like, how did it go? Like, what what was the gist of it? Oh, right. Um... Well, it was, I'm just trying to explain. I don't really know. I, I didn't make it, so I'm not sure. But basically, everybody got on their Zoom call or whatever. And then you, beforehand, you were each given a character. So there was like a big theme. Jeez, Fiona, your house actually does my bobbin. <laughs> really sorry, everybody. There's about 101 people constantly walking around Fiona's house. And the electronics is just constantly <laughs> if it's not in the background. Fr- if it's not the fridge making ice, it's the dishwasher. Like, is that what that is? Draining, I yeah. thought it was your... I, I don't know. what I thought that was your sink. No, it's Thanks. just the dishwasher <laughs> draining. Well, just ignore that. Where was it? What was it then? The Zoom call. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We need a wee studio or something. Okay, um, no, so... Murder Mystery Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to deck that out like McGregor, I swear to God. Okay, let's try it one more time. Oh, oh my God. You mean shut that up? That's not mine. Is it going to be... Is it... Let's try it again. The murder mystery Zoom call. Clear. Yeah, I think we're in the clear. Yeah, so there's basically there was like a theme for the murder mystery, and this theme was um, like a red carpet. It was called the Sofa Awards. But I'm bunch. And um, well, I think that was the joke. I'm not sure. I sort of assumed that was the joke. And then, so it was all about like there was this big award show going on, and then you each got a character of who to be in the award show. So there was like seven of us, I think. Obviously, one of us was the killer, and then somebody died, but it was just like a random person who died, not one of us. And I was um, called Jet F. Thompson or Jet T. Thompson or something like that, I can't remember. And I was this um, used to be child star who turned semi professional skateboarder who then decided to go back into the movies and be in like this indie art house movie called Elevator. And it was like, I was genuinely, because she had to dress up. Did she write this? Yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah. So she, like, basically, you got given a character, as I said, and then you were given, like, prompts. 
So this is who you are. Base your personality of this. Um, I mean, they just you, ask each other questions. You, you've seen this. You've like haven't seen that, or you know, the, you're never given an alibi as to where you were during the murder. Yeah. So you sort of just have to make it up. But people can be like oh well I was with her and then you'd have to be like oh, oh yeah I was uh, yeah well like yeah but like mine was something like um, you were at the shrimp bar and I was like yeah I was in the toilet with that person but I was also at the shrimp bar and they were like wait what and I was like ah. oh right okay and then that seemed but like, yeah it was, really, it, was, it was really cool but yeah basically what you do is so red carpet you get interviewed everybody walks in so each person well allegedly walks in and then the like host would be like okay this is tell us why you're here tell us what you're about tell us who you are around everybody mm-hmm. and then it would and then you go into this like room and then you're like oh and she, the host gets things she's like oh well we've just had a call that terry has died in the trophy room or whatever so then we all go into this like green room thing but you like then, it's hypothetical that you are going to these rooms like you are all yeah, on yeah, video yeah. camera yeah, like yeah, web yeah. chatting to each yeah, other yeah, yeah and then um so the host goes around and interviews everybody. It's like, okay, where were you at this time? Like, what were you doing? And then you get stopped, and then you get to ask questions and stuff like that. So that was it. Was really really fun. So yeah. it was it was really cool. For I got, I got for organizing it. Did you? Yep. Who was the murderer? Henrik. Which was played by who? It was played by Dylan, and he was um, supposed to be like the middle-aged, like ideal male star, like a George Clooney type of character. Oh, okay. So there was, was like a costume designer. There was like a Meryl Streep type. There was a George Clooney type. There was a big shot producer. There was a like indie director, child star, wannabe people, and then like very you know, good. Yeah, for a lady or for organizing, it was, it, it, it was very intricate. Cool. Like and everybody dressed up and all, so ah. it was really cool. It was obviously way cooler. I exactly done a murder mystery once, and it was like a Halloween dinner. So it was like Halloween night, and we we had a load of people over, and we were playing dinner, and what plates we were having dinner, and then we were playing murder mystery during it. But we were all like um, Halloween characters, mm. so that was really cool. I love things like that. Yeah, you can then, you, you can book holidays around that. You can book like a murder mystery holiday, and you and go like off to an island. You go off like a castle or an yeah. island, and you take part in it. It's class. Kind of scary as well, though. Yeah, because you stay in these houses and, and you're, like, you're, you're literally living it. Like, it's like, poof, poof. you're like living it. Oh, God, yeah. Mm. Very um, murder, she wrote. I think it would be really cool to do for like a, like a birthday weekend or like a weekend or, or something. stag or something like that. Yeah, something different rather than just going and getting blocked. Yeah, that's true. You could still get blocked. Oh, uh, yeah. You'd get blocked, but find out who the murderer is. Yeah. Yeah. Will we wrap it up there then? Uh, thanks for listening to the Mid-20s Podcast, episode 7. Um, head on over to the Instagram to check out the Milan video. And we will see you next week. Bye! Stores are
And the new 